Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Hi, this is Tom Dunlap. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Today, we have Melanie Simons from Reframe Wealth. She's going to talk about how she started her company, her entrepreneurial journey, some challenges she's had in our second segment, uh, business lessons, and then finally, you know, what she's dealing with right now. And uh, well, I'm not going to spoil the episode. So Melanie, thanks for joining us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to be here, how you started your entrepreneurial journey, and about your company? What is what is Reframe Well? Absolutely. Tom, thank you for inviting me to join you on the podcast. I'm really happy to be here. And thanks for that introduction. So I am Melanie Simons. I am trained as a certified financial planner, but today also act as a co-founder and CEO of Reframe Wealth. Reframe Wealth is a registered investment advisory firm. All that means is we provide financial planning and investment advice as fiduciaries to our clients. We founded our company um, back in 2021, so not so long ago, and myself and three partners uh, had previously worked together in a very large uh, Fortune 100 company based on a couple different choices. Each of us left for various reasons and came together upon leaving to form what is now Reframe Well. What is the idea or what's different about Reframe Wealth? If I go to a financial planner and I say, well, I've met with six financial planners, what's different about you guys? Yeah, great question. So there are the very clear tactical and quantitative differences that I'll share with you in a moment. And then there's also the softer side. So in terms of our operations and how we work with clients, there are two main things that our clients can count on us for that aren't always completely baked in when working with a financial advisor. One of those is that we are very, very focused on financial planning. All of our partners at the firm focus on financial planning first. So we don't give investment advice until we've done planning. We don't make recommendations until we've done planning. And we truly see the financial plan as the diagnostic that allows us to then provide a prescription for what ails our clients. So that is never overlooked. um, And it's not an afterthought. It is truly the core of what we do for our clients. And the benefit of that is it gives peace of mind. You could have millions and millions of dollars and not feel comfortable with your financial picture until you see what it means on paper, what it means to you as a person. And that's why planning is so critical to us. The second thing that's that's really different about what we provide compared with other registered investment advisors and firms like ours is we provide highly, highly customized portfolio management. So we have a team of portfolio managers who have done nothing but portfolio management for the better part of 30 years. And they're able to pick and choose investments 
trade them in ways that are financially um, beneficial to our clients and manage taxes all the while in a way that meets the individual client's needs, not just, you know, some model based on somebody's risk tolerance or, or plans for retirement. So those are the two main things. But there's one more thing, Tom, that's really unique and, and a core part of what Reframe Wealth does. We like to say we provide a safe space for talking about financial planning. It's a feel, it's a culture, it's a family, more so than, you know, walking into a doctor's office or a dentist's office and getting your treatment. You walk in and it feels like a very comfortable, homey place to talk about the things that are, are frightening to you or the things that you want to achieve. And that's something we take a lot of pride in. So I understand you all left the same Fortune 100 company. That's right. How did you guys get together and, and what was your, what was the business planning process like? Hey, we're going to just leave and start a company or, hey, we're going to leave and start a company and here's where we have our clients and here's how we're going to get clients. What was the business planning process like and how did you chart that out? Yeah, it's such a good question, Tom. And actually, it's not quite as uh, neat and packaged as I wish I could share with you. It was pretty disjointed early on. And the reason is we all worked together and had a great loyalty to our clients at that firm and to the firm itself. But there were just so many different things happening, especially in 2020, that led each of us independently and individually to examine what we wanted to do with our careers. I will tell you, my partners at some point, you know, let's say around the water cooler, were talking about the challenges they were facing and at different times came to a decision to depart. I was kind of an afterthought in this conversation. I uh, took advantage of a very generous voluntary separation package from the firm that we all worked at. And once I announced my departure and ended up leaving, my partner shared with me the opportunity to participate in this new venture with them. And that's where it started to come together. So was this sparked by COVID? I mean, it's kind of interesting because you hear about the great resignation and people starting their, taking their side hustle to be a full-time thing or just starting a new venture, moving into something different. Is that, was that part of what happened? Like, what was your, what was your mental process there? Such a good question. So I'll say there's sort of two parts to it. And COVID is a big piece. On one hand, we were going through a very tumultuous time in the stock market. You Mm -hmm. and your listeners probably remember well, March of 2020, it was a terrifying time on every level, but even uh, the financial markets were very volatile and, and declining. So we had a lot of demands on us in the industry in general from clients. And I will speak for myself. I saw that as a very clear opportunity to do more and do our planning and our work more efficiently and more effectively using technology and other resources. So that sort of drove the thinking, the creative mind around what could we do to better serve clients and how would we do that in what format obviously led to us starting a firm. But the second part of it is just the the need, the volume of financial planning needs ticked up very quickly in 2020, partly as a result of the volatility in the market. But secondarily, as resignations did start to pick up, more was put on to the shoulders of the remaining employees and staff. And more and more and more was expected, you know, as with any industry. And we started to realize, I think, that we wanted to have fewer clients to serve so that we could serve them in a bigger way. And 
while we did everything we could to serve as many people as possible, where we are now in Reframe Wealth is a place where we have much more capacity to do deep dive quality work. So in our next segment, and I'll ask you to think about this so that when we come back on our next show, tell us about a challenge that you've had in your business and how you overcame that challenge and how that may have transformed it. I know some of those challenges because we've talked before about this, but think about how you want to tell listeners about it, knowing that our listeners, when they tune into the next episode, are excited and interested to hear about how entrepreneurs grow and how they overcome things. And that's part of what this show is about uh, and how you present that to them, you know, I think will be really interesting. I'm excited to hear about it. I've heard about it from you a couple of times and I know you've talked with a bunch of people. And I also know sneak preview listeners that it resolved pretty well. I think the issue we're going to talk about. So thanks for joining us. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.